Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to The Big Payoff. This is Rachel Bellow. And I'm Suzanne Mushin. This is a new conversation about business. We tackle all the personal stuff that really matters to you at work. I'm ready. Are you ready? ready? Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's go. Welcome to The Big Payoff. I'm Suzanne and I'm here with Rachel. And this is an exciting day for us. Do you know why, Rachel? Because you get to be in the studio with me all day. (sighs) No. Because we're starting today a series on women and money, which... Really, the origin of this was a show that we did maybe a month or two ago with Michelle Smith. We got more response to that show than any show we've ever done. We knew it when we were taping it. I mean, I knew in conversation with Michelle that the conversation around money and the shame around money and the issues and the entanglements around money for me while I was talking to her was so unbelievably powerful. And apparently our listeners felt the same way. So we decided to do a series with Michelle and her business partner, Amanda Steinberg, who are incredible women. And I think the reason we felt that this series was important was not only because of the content itself, but because for the first time, I know you'll feel the way that we did when you listen to Michelle and Amanda. I can can understand what they're saying. I can relate to the stories they tell. These are women who are on a mission to make other women, help other women feel more confident and more comfortable with their relationship with money. And to have more money in the bank for yourself. So let's say a word about who these women actually are, because they're not women we just picked up off the street and said, you look confident and pretty. Although I would pick them both up off the street. Well, that's another story altogether. So Michelle, let's start with Michelle Smith, who is the CEO of Source Financial Advisory Firm, listed as one of the 50 fastest growing firms in Financial Advisor Magazine last year. Let's make year. it clear that it's her firm that's the fastest, not Michelle <laughs> personally. <laughs> well, one of the 50 yeah. fastest women she's, in New York. Yeah, she's done growing physically, uh-huh. I think. Uh-huh. She works with clients and gives them guidance and expertise in all levels of investment planning. She specializes in divorce, I have to say that, although not exclusively, and also not exclusively for women. And what's really interesting about her site, if you go to Source Financial's website, it doesn't say this is for women because it's really not. There are stories as powerful for men on that site as any, but she's really, really an expert on women and money. And Amanda Steinberg, who's her partner, launched Daily Worth, which if you're not on Daily Worth, you should be. Just go to dailyworth.com and sign up. She launched it in 2009. 
she launched it out of an attic in Philadelphia while she had a newborn, which is kind of unbelievable. And today, Daily Worth reaches more than a million subscribers. So Amanda and Michelle are partners in a company called Worth FM, which is a saving and investing platform for women. And today on this show, our focus is on how your money story is holding you back. We all have a money story. Oh, yes. You have a money story and it's buried somewhere deep in you. It's not a superficial thing. And it's vo- the voice of that story comes up all day long. And we're here to help you hear that voice and change it. And we're going to give you a tool that you can find on the Daily Worth site. We're going to give that to you later in the show. Rach, it's a quiz. Not a quiz. It's like a survey type quiz. You'll. It's fun. It's super fun. It's one of those, you know, you'll learn so much about yourself from yeah. just taking this quiz. I mean, you've all taken these kinds of surveys about your personality, but I guarantee you, you've never taken that in relation to your money. And it's very, very illuminating. I had a real wake up call about my relationship to money after seeing that. I like that my survey told me that I was going to be very, very wealthy by the end of this series. I'm going to to observe a silence on that. It was like a fortune telling thing (laughs) for me. But there, you know, we're going to talk in this show about the common stories that women have because there really is a pattern and how they hold you back. We're going to give you real examples of how these stories are keeping you from what you want. And then we're going to give you concrete advice you can use. I can't wait. I, I think this show is really therapy for you and me. Personally, I'm telling you, listening to Michelle on that show has already pretty much changed my life. So we're going to bring Amanda and Michelle into the studio. We're going to just squeeze them like little lemons. How? Get everything we can out of them. So we'll be back talking to Michelle and Amanda of Worth FM when we return to the big payoff in just a moment. Welcome back to The Big Payoff. I'm Suzanne. I'm here with Rachel. And today is the first in the series of women and money. And we're talking about how your money story is holding you back. And we have in the studio today, Michelle Smith and Amanda Steinberg, who we just spoke a lot about. So if you want to rewind this podcast, you can listen to our descriptions, the bios. But let us just say, you're our soulmates. You're our, you're our business soulmates, although we could not be any more different. Right. I say you are our better avatars. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Right. Who would you pick, Amanda or Michelle, for your avatar? So I think it goes like Mishanda. this. I think it's Michelle. I think it's Mishanda, their celebrity couple name. Actually, <laughs> how did you each land in the territory of women and money? How did that happen for you? I followed my mom into the financial services business right when I got out of college, because in the late 70s, she became a financial advisor at Merrill Lynch. But her background was as a special educator, and she owned a nursery school, and she helped my stepfather run shoe stores. So she knew, Michelle, she knew how to talk to people also at a certain level where they needed to understand. She knew how to educate and meet you where you needed to be met. And I interned with her in the summers, could not believe she knew how to read the Wall Street Journal, thought that 
personal finance meant you needed to be a math major. And my big revelation in college was that couldn't be further from the truth. Are you not good at math? I'm I mean, great you, at math, but you, you don't. Math and personal finance are different. And that was illuminating. So I have chills when I just heard this, th- that insight about that intersection between understanding money and being able to explain it to someone in language that they can understand. Suzanne, that's how I spend my life with with you. I talk (laughs) very simply. So Amanda, how did you end up in women and money at the intersection of women and money? How did that happen for you? So I was raised by a single mom who used to grip me by my scrawny little five-year-old biceps um, after her divorce and say, Amanda, just make sure you never depend on a man. So um, that turned me into a crazy little kid who was determined to make lots of money by age six. You were already um, thinking money. Maybe was that's the, why was she the... named you a man. Duh. Duh. <laughs> Did you never put that together? <laughs> I have been called oh. that many times, but not in that. A man. I'm going to have to reflect on that one for a while. Okay. Um, so. It seemed obvious to me. Clearly. Uh, but the funny thing was, is that. She never really taught me to save. It just wasn't her style. It wasn't that she she was actually a good saver, but she never taught me how to save. So I just thought I was supposed to make as much money as possible. It turns out that just because you make a lot of money doesn't mean you actually have any of it. So when I turned 30, I had bought a way too expensive house and built a way too expensive life. And I didn't really know why, because all I'd ever focused on was earning um, and not what to do with it afterwards. And then I realized this was kind of endemic across all women. Mostly there just seemed to be this fascinating cultural um, similarity uh, that had a specific gender divide of either connection to or disconnect from money. And I thought, wow, this is a social atrocity. I need to help resolve this because I think that um, women giving up their relationship and engagement to money um, is really holding us back regardless of how ambitious or aspirational we are. So that was why. And you were a tech specialist at this point. You were... Te- you. I was you, a computer programmer. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was natural to form an online platform to deliver this kind of wisdom. And then... You know, Michelle is off doing her financial advisory firm. You're doing this online platform. How did you guys meet? Through a mutual acquaintance in the business consulting world who told Amanda, I think you need to meet Michelle last December. Yeah. And I was um, I've been looking for Michelle for years and I've been looking for um, a really successful woman in finance who would understand not only the potential of the business of Daily Worth, but really the significance of what it means on a cultural level and help me because being an entrepreneur um, yeah, uh, that isn't that wasn't yet established. I am now. I'm really important now. Um, uh, it's it's hard. So I I knew I needed I need, knew I needed to find the right partnership. And it was so interesting. I met so many women in finance who I thought should um, invest in Daily Worth at a deeper level or join my board. Um, but many of them were either really risk averse or for whatever reason just didn't fully connect with what I was doing. And Michelle got it right away, and it was just. So we're talking today about stories and. We really got on this topic after talking with you guys and really understanding what that meant. So why don't you tell us what it means to have a money story? So what it means to have a money story is that um, we all have identities and personalities. um, And these develop from the time we're born all the way uh, long into adulthood. And they can change over time. And when you think about identity and personality, it's a series of things, literal scripts or sentences that you tell yourself about yourself that um, that 
shape how you see the rest of the world. So, um, for example, you might say, I'm an entrepreneur. That's a, st- that's a story about your personality. Um, or you might say, you know, I'm really stylish. It, that not only says kind of your vibe about life, but what you also like to spend money on. So there's, there's all these phrases that we have about um, who we are as people. Um, I'm a giver. I'm a, I'm a nurturer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when it comes to your money story in particular, it's the scripts that you develop about Money itself, whether you, you've placed meaning on money, do you think money is good? Do you think money is bad? Do you think there's a lot of it? Do you think there's a little bit of it? Do you think it's something you can never hold on to? Something do you, you can think have you a lot deserve of? it? Do you yeah. think you deserve it? Do you think it's greedy? Do you think it's evil at its core? You know, think it's cause of problems, et cetera. And does your money story change over time or do you stick with the same story throughout your life? There are core scripts that are especially, um, you know, that that develop very young. Those are, those are always there. I think it's hard to really fully ever get rid of them. Um, but by developing an awareness of them, then they no longer have to run your life and you no longer have to make decisions about them. You go, Oh, that's that, that no longer serves me. I realize that's not true anymore. You know, I think the first step, what's really important to recognize is that these identities really are stories. You take them as truths, as something that so adheres to you that you can't peel it off not just in relation to money, but just generally making the step of recognizing that this is just a story that I'm telling myself. It has tremendous power, but it is not the truth. It's not immutable. I can actually tell myself a different story. That's the beginning of all change. And it might be something somebody told you in elementary school. The number one story women tell themselves, in my opinion, I'm bad at math. Where did that one start? Oh, maybe in fourth grade when you were in the back of the class and you were told that boys are better at math? Yeah. I'm bad at math. Boy, is that a pervasive story. And and then then the story, of course, that money is about math, which you've already said is just not true. And that will immediately and constantly prohibit you from developing personal financial habits. Do you also think that there's the the way we look at our parents and how the dynamic in the house, who was in charge of the money, who paid the bills shapes your money story? It has to, right? Absolutely. And and one of the most powerful things that you can immediately answer, whatever pops up in your brain is the right answer. There's no failing this test is what is your very first memory of money? Ooh. Oof. Wow. Out with it. No editing. Okay, well, I used to have to, my father is a labor and employment attorney. And every year on our birthdays, my brother and I would have to go to my father with a suggestion for our allowance. And then we would have to negotiate with him back and forth until we landed on an amount. So I'd go to him and say, I think I should be getting $2 this year for my allowance. And he would say, well, I'm, I was thinking more like $1.50. And we basically end up on a number. From the earliest age on, it was a ritual on our birthdays. That's my memory. Yeah, my memory is my father, who's a Holocaust survivor, German physicist. Do his accent because it's good when you do that. No, no. I go, oh, don't be silly, Suzanne. That's ridiculous. Um, (laughs) Disappearing into his study and taking care of it. Whatever it was. My mother was like a child in relation to money, and we were the observers, the three kids, and my dad took care of everything in this private sanctum Ooh. of his study. And it was meticulously organized. He ain't German for nothing, but it was 
definitely the mystery room where magic happened. Was it where, a forbidden room? Um, yeah, you didn't mess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. With his desk for sure. But the other thing was... And I, my sister and I were talking about this recently. He was a professor, okay? My mother didn't work. That's not a lot of money. But we went every summer on European vacations, climbing in Switzerland for a month, Nantucket for a month. How did that happen? That was some kind of mysterious planning and savings that was way beyond us. I have one, one more quick memory. I remember being reprimanded, either verbally or just by a look or something, if I ever asked how much somebody made, like if I were to ask, I, it was so taboo in my house to ever ask what anybody made. Oh, what what is he? I, I would have had no idea. What you can't see, ladies and gentlemen, is the look that Michelle is giving <laughs> Suzanne that is like, and see how that plays out in your <laughs> right. life right yep. now? Both of you yep. and anyone listening, everyone listening, play this out oh, yeah. a little here. This, I have chills. This is beyond powerful. Where is that dynamic in your life with money right now? Right here, front and center, hand yes. in front of my nose. Oh, yeah. Permission, forbidden, incongruent lifestyle does not compute Will Smith, right? Like, this is really powerful stuff. So the first money story is a memory <laughs> of money. Yeah. Wow, I'm just putting that together that it was like, well... You, I can make just a little money, but have exactly the life I want through some <laughs> magic. La, 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 magic. La, la. How's the pink carousel? So, is it Amanda, pretty? What, what other stories? How do you see that these stories hold women back? Give us some examples of like what you see that in women in there and how these stories are holding them back. Um, I think the the biggest one, and uh, I've taught this course called Money Clarity many times live in small groups of women of like 15 or 20. And what's fat, I love doing the three-hour live session because rather than ones that we teach online, I get to really experience them up close. And um, there's oftentimes a d really diverse um, range of women from those who are deeply in debt and, you know, basically barely making it on retail salaries to those who inherited lots of money um, and... Uh, they were all given messages as children that money was not their job. So therefore, they feel outside yes. of money and they yes. feel like they almost shouldn't be because they're somehow not equipped. 
And it doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have. And that spirals out to not only is shouldn't this be my job, but because it is now, I'm therefore out of control and I'm probably not doing it right. So how do you change that? How do you shift that? So we have these stories. It's not like we're going to go, well, that happened, but now that's gone. How do you help women shift their stories? So I have one guaranteed this has never failed solution. When you're in it and hearing it, right, first write it down. Write down what that money story is and what your memory was. Second, when you're in it, what stops us sometimes from changing a behavior is not knowing what the replacement healthy behavior is. Forget about that. That might not come for months. Just stop the story hit the mental pause button. I call it put the story on a shelf, visit it later, buy a round trip ticket, not a one-way ticket to the story, on the shelf for 60 seconds and just sit with not knowing what the replacement be. If you do that 60 seconds at a time, you're creating one minute of time, 20 times a week, 20 minutes times four weeks, is an hour and a half times 12, you automatically, by default, without doing anything except stopping, the replacement behavior will come to you. Right. That's really, it is really true that consciousness of what is, is the beginning. You hear it about dieting. You hear it about any behavior change. So first, I'm just going to tell a story of how I changed my core money story and the impact that it's had on my life. So My core money story was that uh, my mom always said um, that spending was a representation of her freedom. Um, So she I associated money with freedom, obviously, and that the fact that you would spend it on things showed that you were a free person. So therefore, spending it a positive. So I developed the story that I'm a spender very young. But because I was a computer programmer, I just assumed that one day my earning would outpace my spending and I would have savings like magic. Clearly, it does not happen. It doesn't work that way. So when I realized this was at play, um, I simply decided to stop saying I'm a spender and start saying I'm a saver. And even though that felt really uncomfortable at first, when you realize that you can change these stories where you can be creative and generate whatever story you want because they're made up, even your identity is made up to a certain extent. Yes. um, That once you realize you have the power to to change what it is that you're telling yourself, then it starts to happen in your life because you want to prove your stories to yourself. You're not... And so once you realize the story that's at play, your your actions will change as a result of that. Oh, I, I could go on. First of all, I'm so happy we have four shows to do because the, each of these shows could be an hour and a half. And in fact, on The Daily Worth and Worth FM, you do workshops. The Money Clarity, both Rachel and I have already signed up for. We're in. And how would they find the survey? Let's end with that. How do they get to the survey that we took about your money story? Go to www.moneytype.me. Moneytype.me. T-Y-P-E dot me. How else would you spell type? I'm just wondering. You know I'm speaking to them on the level that they may be. Okay, I'm just saying there are certain words that may be. Okay. Money type, T-Y-P-E dot me. Uh, and you spell me M-E. Um, Michelle and Amanda, you too 
Honestly, this is such this is such a There's gift gonna for me. There's going to be so much more of Amanda and Michelle and Coming Daily up. Worth, and we just can't wait. So when we come back, we're going to reveal some money stories that really affected Rachel and me, and we will give you a little peek at what's coming up in our second show with Amanda and Michelle from Worth FM. Thanks so much for being with us. Give it to me, I'm worth it. Welcome back to The Big Payoff. I am so blown away by what just happened in the studio with Michelle and Amanda because when when Michelle says, take a minute and pause and rewind the tape of your story and just let it sit there. That, and do nothing. And do nothing. First of all, telling the story of your childhood memory and then letting it sit the, all the emotional feelings you have in that minute tell you so much about your relationship right now to money. I'm really, I'm, I'm a little it, flipped it, out. It is really amazing. And, and the idea that you don't really have to replace that story right away, you just have to sit with the story you have, that that alone is transformative. So I, I think it's important, Suzanne, for us to come clean about our stories, at least one of us, like maybe you. <laughs> um, what, what money story do you think you have and how does that play out here? Well, I life? think I just connected some dots that, I, or maybe Michelle connected them by the way she was looking at me when I told my story. But I have a relationship with money that is plays out in my marriage. And I've been married twice. And it is the same dynamic in both relationships with my first husband, Neil, and my current husband, David. So I know that the dynamic is from me. It's not being caused by them. It's me. I carry that story with me. And the story for me is about me feeling like my value in the, in the relationship is, let's just call it content. I'm I'm bringing so much to the table in terms of the magic of me and my personality and my network and my accomplishments and all that I've done. And therefore, I'm okay with the fact that if that's my role and my value add, that if the relationship between that and money are have a wall between them and my husband's job is therefore to take care of the money that might make that whole possibility of my magic come true, I'm good with that. So you're creating the this is what the this is what our life looks like. Yes, you it's my vision. Make that possible. Right. And, and the, the vision and I'm so convinced and not in a manipulative way. I deeply believe that that vision of our home, of our family, of the way we live, of right. our values played out in the what world. The, what the apartment looks like and what the table looks of like. Of course, having 20 people for dinner every Friday night, which right. is an expensive, that that all is so valuable to us that the cost of that isn't really mine to deal with. So then what what is wrong with that? So it sounds like you've got <laughs> that all working. things are wrong with well, that. Well, I mean, here's the interesting thing. I mean, and I'm being honest. I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable. A lot of things are wrong well, with that. Well, what Michelle or Amanda said 
before the show, I don't know that she said it on the show, it, that was very interesting, is that that money story changes over time, depending on where you are in your life. So what I know about you is that did work for a long time. Yes. It worked when you met David and you had young children and you were dependent on his financial support. And now you're in a different po- point in your life. Your kids are grown, growing. Well, here's what's interesting. I actually, it, to some extent, because you and I have... a a young business that isn't yet making the kind of money that we were making in our, you know, peak mm-hmm. at ROI Ventures. I'm actually making less, I'm contributing less financially to that vision in our household now than I ever was before. And yet, and I, I'm attributing it to the show with Michelle, I'm feeling more agency now. I'm starting to get this sense of not only is that money story not helping me. It's not helping our home. It's not helping David and me. So what are you doing about it? I'm trying to educate myself. First of all, I'm trying to break. When Michelle said her mother was a special education teacher, and therefore she had this combination of understanding finances and being able to explain it. I'm asking for that help. I'm asking to, for the first- For me? For me. From Who you, are you asking? No, I am not going to ask Good. you. You're the worst. This is what makes us the worst business partners mm-hmm. ever. Just go that money. Let yeah. let let's 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 to your story. Let's put it over there in yeah. the CFO the office. Kingdom. Yeah, and the magic kingdom, and just close the door and make sure that. So you're seek, seeking to educate seeking yourself to educate through a financial myself. advisor, and that is yes. step one. And But you wouldn't do that if you didn't have a desire for agency and you weren't ready for it. So you're ready for I'm it. I'm ready and that's for it. Great. And it has nothing to do with David or my first marriage or my father. No, it's about I mean, you. It's me. This, it's this your is growth. my growth and that's my great. development as a woman, as a human. And I want to give this example to my daughters. Yeah. I'm really proud of you, Suzanne. And I'm not being ironic. I, I can really see it. And the more agency you have over every part of your life, the more you feel as if you're standing on your own two feet, which is really what we all want. And it's the only way you're going to be a good partner to anybody else. And now I think we should stand on our own two feet and walk over to Bergdorf's. Well, no, 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 because <laughs> no. that's so, my vision. If you could just fund it, yeah. uh, that would be, that would no. be great. No, no, that story is over now. <laughs> um, so this is it. This is it for this show. The good news is that if you enjoyed this show, there are three more of these. We are doing a four part series. And next time we're going to talk about something that's related to your money story, but different. And that is how magical thinking in relation to money is a problem. And don't tell me you don't have it. We all have fantasies in relation to money. And we're going to shine a bright light on what those fantasies are and how they're holding you back and what to do about that. So if you have a fantasy, hold on to it for one more week. Because you have one week to live in that world, and then it will come crashing down right. on our next show. Brought to you by Michelle and Amanda and Daily Worth. <laughs> and Worth FM. And Worth FM. We'll be back to the big payoff next week with Rachel and Suzanne. If you enjoyed today's show and want to hear more from Rachel and Suzanne, you can follow them on Twitter at Big Payoff Radio and like them on Facebook at The Big Payoff. Our theme music comes from Penthouse Suites. Hear more at penthouse.com. Download past episodes and subscribe to The Big Payoff on the ACAST app or at iTunes. And you can always find us online at bigpayoffradio.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.